January of 2020. It's exciting to see where this has taken us all, especially as I'm working with people and feeling out their stories and feeling out the themes that are coming from their stories and what is important to them. I feel like the topic today is going to be relevant to every human being (laughs) that uh, would like to work on a relationship with themselves, but specifically the topic today is that of confidence, building confidence. Now, I don't usually use the word confidence because I think it has so much, gosh, to me, it has so much background information and so many uh, ideas attached to it that it may place some resistance with people. It is an abstract concept and in true Tala fashion, <laughs> true drive through fashion, I'm going to deconstruct this for you so you guys can have it accessible in the palm of your hands. So if you want to work on confidence, you guys need to hang around with this episode because I will walk you through, I'll walk your brain through it. So this way you are ready as suggestions are going to be placed within. First, I want to call confidence by a different name because the word confidence to many people, not just me, seems to be very unattainable. It's like a concept or an ideal is what we think of it. We don't think of it as an everyday life thing or a possibility for us to live out. So I think more so I want to make it down to earth, which we can recall it as authentic, being authentic. Now, there's too much difference between authenticity and confidence. I think if I were to break it down, confidence is a symptom of authenticity. It's almost a side effect. I would even say it better as a side effect, not just a symptom. Here in our current Western world, we have an idea of what confidence is, and it kind of looks like I'm using what everybody would, would say confidence as. I collected some information on that. And so the common perception of confidence is that we tend to be bold. We may be outspoken, uh, defending our opinions and our thoughts, feeling self-assured or a sense of certainty about something that you might believe to be the truth. So Tala, why is it that we don't want to just be confident? These are all just symptoms, but the work that we're missing from this description is the inner work of authenticity. And when I describe to you authenticity today and why it's really, really important, then you'll understand that confidence is only a side effect. You will look self-assured and certain because on the inside, you have done the work to appear naturally this way. It is an authentic experience. Now, if I am trying to look that way, without doing the work on the inside, then all I'm doing is presenting an image or something that you might know as pride, where I am trying to present an idea or an image about myself that is to just basically make other people think something. It is for the purposes of other people and me trying to manipulate their thoughts about me. 
Okay, so those are the differences that I'm, we're talking about here is that if we just work on the idea of confidence by just doing it from the outside in, that means we're just working on an image, right? I'm pretending to be bold, but it's just a way as uh, being defensive or I could be pretending to be self-assured, but it could look like I'm an arrogant person or egotistical. So how do we keep ourselves from looking that way when we are building our confidence. Well, again, it goes back to authenticity. So I want to make sure that I really give you guys the importance of authenticity more than anything that you've ever heard, because I want every human being to really work on that authentic self. Also, in understanding the idea of building an image or portraying an image to other people, you'll know it's an image because the difference between an authentic person or a person that is presenting an image is the person that's presenting an image really cares about what people think, meaning they don't have to say it out loud. They can just act act very different or adjust themselves as to fit what they want people to think of them. And they might get defensive at time and try to convince other people because a person that's really authentic doesn't need to do all that nonsense. They're already, they're already feeling satisfied on the inside. There's no need for me to get there, adjust myself so you can get happy. I hope that it clarifies it a little bit more. But as I talk about this, I'll just keep going back and explaining authenticity and the image because I need to do them both at the same time and you'll see why. There are fears that are pretty important to note at this point that continue to plague the human condition and that very well affect our confidence or our ability to be self-assured or self-trusting. And the first thing that I want you guys to, the first fear that I want you guys to notice is the fear of rejection. The fear of rejection is a sneaky one. It is a natural human fear, but it's one of those things that is so, man, it really affects us right? And the types of fears that we may have are fears of being rejected by a man, being rejected by a woman, by a friend, by a parent, by another. Being judged is another form of rejection because I fear that I'm being judged, but who is imposing that judgment on the other person is really me. I'm I'm sitting there judging this other person that they're judging me, but I'm using my frame of reference. So it is my insecurity that I'm uh, bringing up within myself. Fears of rejection also include rejection from uh, jobs, rejection from certain situations or sense of belonging. Uh, let's see. Anything that I would perceive as a rejection. And this is what you got to really identify within you. It's such an important thing to think about. Just sit down, write out your list of things that you could feel rejected about. You'll come up with some interesting stuff, I promise. For example, I was working with someone today and they said that they have a fear of being rejected by the opposite sex because this person has children. And and they and they said that they feel like because they had so many children that the partner would not accept them or a new partner would not accept them. Now, this is an important one here because if we look at that as an example then unfortunately if you're not confident you might want to hide this information you might present it 
in a different way or not even presented at all. Like maybe you don't have children. Maybe you have children, but you may voice your apologetic stance on that. Uh, whatever that is, it's if you're fearing a rejection because of a certain quality that you have, that quality is what we're talking about. We need to look at that quality, whatever that quality is. Like I said, that person was fearing that he would be perceived in some sort of way or judged in some sort of way because he has a lot of children. And that's, that's something that we had to work through earlier on in this, in the session today. Uh, also another rejection that a person mentioned was, uh, being rejected by the, their partner in some form, whether it's through, uh, disappointment, displeasure, or on a, another extreme would be if they cheated on them, that is another form of feelings of rejection. Again, the rejection of what we perceive, or let me rephrase that, the quality that we are being perceived, we're being rejected for, is what we're looking at. Whether it is uh, the fact that we don't get paid much, the fact that we have a certain body type, the fact that we might have lesser education, less title, uh, less money, uh, multiple partners in the past, whatever it is that you perceive as rejectable about you, it is not really a truth. It is just something that's been conditioned for a long time and you've been reinforcing it for a long time. You might have inherited it from where how you were raised. If people made fun of certain things about you or you feared being made fun of at all, so you had to acclimate to whatever situation you were part of, maybe join groups that you really were not interested in joining, doing stuff that you really would have not done, but your need for belonging and to feel reassured was there because you lacked the confidence, right? So... All of the things that we had to do to get this false confidence is really to avoid rejection. I want you to really think about it. It's really to avoid reject rejection in whatever area that we have. Now, when we confront this problem and we are working towards authenticity, we're looking and writing down at everything, every quality, that thing that we think is rejectable by another person. If you don't write it all down, or at least most of it down, whatever you can find out about yourself, we're going to be left with some areas where we may uh, get into some kind of discord with another person because of your feelings of inadequacy or insecurity about this one quality that you have not accepted. Once you identify the areas of which you really, it's not other people rejecting you, but at this point we are rejecting ourselves in and we're not accepting this. We're going to work on this thing called self-acceptance. Now, in the case of the person that really was not confident about how many children this person had with different partners, and he felt very inadequate about that, what we did today is name this quality whatever that is, which is the being rejected because I have too many children. And instead of focusing on that, I wanted, I wanted him to identify what he perceives is the best thing about having children. What does he perceive? What qualities 
do they imply that he has children? He started naming some. He said that it made him more responsible, more nurturing. He loves his children. Uh, he feels more youthful when he's around them. They are going to leave on this wonderful legacy that he wants to leave with him. Great stuff. Great, great stuff. Now, he said he believes that all of the stuff he stated is true. But, of course there's a but, he said that I still don't believe that people would understand that. And I told him, we're still trying to get confident by using validation from others to appreciate what you found out about having children. I need you to just really stand by what you found out about having children. The fun, all the fun stuff you just told me. Now I want you to really believe that. He has an option to focus on the beauty of having children and what it implies about him as a father, as a nurturer, as a provider, as a responsible person, or that he's a burden, that he comes with baggage, that he has uh, multiple baby moms. He could choose either one of those scenarios to be truth to him, but he stands by, or he seems to stand by, the idea that he is somehow uh, inferior because he has children. It's not true, but he's making that his choice. Now, I had to explain that to him, and we have to retrain that thinking pattern to focus on the new truth, the actual truth for him that he really wants to believe, not based on insecurity, but really because it is true to him, which is that he loves his children, he believes that he's a good father, that it's worthy cause to have children and to provide for them their blessing. Great. I want him to stay in that location. It is a choice for him. It is a choice for him as long as he's not trying to adjust this image to change depending on the person they're talking to. Okay? So authenticity means I'm standing by what I believe to be the truth, not what I want you to see. Okay, and we have to separate that because let's say he goes out on a date and he's trying to impress this girl because of his insecurity. He might not tell her that he has children with multiple partners and that he had failed relationships or failed marriages. He might not tell her all that. He might present it in a different way uh, that may not be authentic because he doesn't stand by it. It's going to come out wrong. And he's going to have to eventually clean it up later if this person decides to stay with them uh, because they lied or they presented an image. It was false. So don't bother protecting an image. I need you to start working on confidence. And when I say working on the inside, that means this morning, this person had to go within and really stand by all the qualities that he was rejecting about himself and all the qualities that he now has seen that they are worthy and that in him thinking that he is worthy and the cause that he's standing by is worthy. That's all he needs. So if somebody says, if a woman comes by and says, you know what? Wow. You have a lot of kids. You have a lot of baggage. I did ask him if a woman said that, what would you think? And he automatically said, you know what? I probably wouldn't like her after that. I said, good. Because when we stand by our authentic nature, the truth of what we really want to become, 
and he wants to become a father that's proud, a person that's proud of his past, that's more confident about his past and about his insecurities. It doesn't mean he has to be perfect. It just means that he is worthy on his own and that he accepts all his decisions and accepts them with love and compassion to himself. Beautiful. And when he can come from that place, then he will give that out. Okay? I hope that makes sense. It's really, really important. And it's not hard to explain, but it could appear confusing. So let's try it again with another situation. Another rejection that this person named was, and this is more of an insecurity rather than just a straight, bold rejection. But if you think about it, it is also a rejection, right? And that is his fear that his girlfriend or his partner would have so much freedom on social media and then she would eventually cheat. He even came up with a scenario that really (laughs) he perceives that she's going to go online and somebody's going to start talking to her and she's apparently going to be so foolish to think that, you know, this new person is going to be more wonderful than him. And he really went through the whole thing. And that's an insecurity. It's a fear, fear of being rejected, fear of being cheated on, which is a common fear many people have. In his case, what he has done in the past is attempt to tell women his expectations consistently and also get them to be monitored, right? He would supervise their phone, their social media. He would have comments, passive aggressive comments, and sometimes just aggressive comments to say about their use of social media. He would accuse them of malintentioned activities, all of which are not true, but his insecurity, he believed it, he chased it. Of course, that's not a confident person because I can, as a person hearing that, I'm like, oh man, this person has baggage. He's not confident because he's telling me, hey, don't have a a Facebook. He's being threatened by Facebook, okay? Or by Instagram or whichever social media. He's being threatened by that. So after we identified that fear with him, the next thing I asked him to do is, what would be the worst case scenario that you're trying to avoid? And he said, it would be this person cheating on me. And then I asked him, like I did before with the previous insecurity is, why would it be a great thing if you found out that a person was cheating on you? And he had to really think about this, like what would be really great about it? And he said that, that I actually got to find out. And I said, why is that great? And he said, because I could do something about it. That means she was not the right person for me. And I was able to get her out of my way, which is great. That's exactly what we need to keep going. That's confidence. If I'm out on a date with someone and I realize that there's qualities in there that aren't working, I'm not making excuses for it. Remember, I'm learning to see it. I'm accepting that this person makes comments like, you know what? You having children is baggage or I don't know, like you're not a good dancer. You're, you know, your body type is not my type. All those are not rejections to me. What they are today is telling me a lot about the other person, where they're at. And I want to see that stuff today because it just shows me that this person is not for me and that I need to release them with love. Beautiful. Because we sometimes pick up and own the the words that another person is saying. We do that when we are not secure within, when we have not learned to accept all our qualities that we perceive we could be rejected for, which again, the secret is that we are actually self-rejecting. It's not that anybody else rejects us because they don't have the capability to do that. We're the only ones that can reject ourselves. If another person decides that they don't want to be with us, 
good riddance because I don't want a person around. Think about it. I don't want a person around who I have to work double hard for them to love me, perform for them like circus monkey or present some sort of image to them so they can love me. I will let the chips fall as they may and people will show me what they're about. And today their response to life is not about whether I am good or not, or whether I am worthy of rejection or not good enough or good enough for rejection. (laughs) That's not what that means. Sometimes, or most of the time, when a person goes and cheats, it's about them cheating. If a person goes and, you know, makes a judgment about me, I know that isn't a big deal. Like, oh, you have children or that, that's a lot of baggage or whatever the case is. It's a, it's about them. They're on the inside, not very accepting of good qualities. I don't want to be judged by that person. Cool. Get out of my way. I don't, you know, I'm sending you with love. I need you. I, I don't need that person in my life. We need to start seeing stuff as they are. But if my lenses are all full of self-rejection, lack of self-acceptance, I'm really not authentic. I'm trying to adjust myself so I can make you happy. Do you get what I'm saying? I hope you do. Sometimes I wish you guys were around me and you're like, okay, I can see your faces to see if, okay, they, they're getting it. Or maybe Tala's crazy. <laughs> Tala's crazy every day. Yeah. Anyways. Authenticity is what we're, we're going to be. Authenticity is truly self-accepting. It is not that I'm perfect. It is not that I'm, I'm desired by everyone and liked by everyone. On the contrary, the only role that I am responsible for is not to build an image for you, but to love me through this journey. And as people come by and as situations occur, my first go-to thought will not be self-rejecting. It'll be self-loving. And in me self-loving and accepting me, then I leave the other person to their own words and responsible for their own thoughts. I'm not going to impose any different thoughts on them. I'm not going to convince them otherwise. If they think I'm a bad dancer, hey, do, do you. Do you? I love that you think I'm a bad dancer. I love that you think this is not going to work out. Good, because I want you to be honest. And I don't want to spend wasting my time with somebody that is not going to accept me as I accept myself. Cool. I want to see that person. I really want to see them just as much as I want to see the person that will accept me as I do accept myself. Okay? It needs to match the quality of my self-acceptance. But going back to the image, if you continue to avoid accepting all the qualities you have been rejecting about yourself, whatever they are, and I only give you few examples today, there are plenty. Sit down with yourself with pen and paper and write them down. What is it that people can point out about you that you're not secure about, that you need to have to explain to them a whole lot of explanations or give them a lot of reasons and excuses for having whatever it is that you have rather than standing by it, accepting it, whatever that is. I mean, especially if it's a flaw, like, listen, what I'm not good at is singing. I know I'm not a good singer. <laughs> no way do I pretend like, oh yeah, I can sing. Or I'm going to present this image that, oh, I can sing, but I'm just not going to sing today. Nah, I don't sing. And if I sing, I don't need people to run out crying. It goes back to how I see myself, how I love and accept myself. And in, for me, setting myself free that way, that I know who I am. I know my insecurities, my deficits, my strengths, all of it. I know all of them. 
And when I get offended because I perceive somebody's pointing them out of me, I realize today it's not them. It is something that I need to accept within myself, not make excuses for, not try to defend to other people so I can change their mind, so I can feel reassured and validated. No, 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 no. The reassurance and the validation needs to come within. The more we do that, the more we accept all nooks and crannies of us to include our bodies, our age, the fact that we have children, the fact that we don't have children, the fact that we have education, the fact that we don't have education, all of it we need to accept and stand by boldly because it is a decision that I've made and I I have the best reasons and I know the best reasons why I made those decisions. So I know them and I understand them well. And when I already know that, then when a person says, what they perceive is a reason why, for example, I did not finish school. It could be whatever reason I, I know what it is, but whatever that comes out of their mouth is about them. Whatever reason, whatever fear they're going to spit out is going to be about them or whatever judgment is they're going to spit out of their mouth is going to be about them. Not about me because I'm already at peace with the fact that maybe school wasn't for me. Maybe I never really found academics important and I was more into physical activities or physical professions. Cool. All of it is wonderful. Stand by it, not egotistically, but authentically. Seek to understand yourself a lot more. Get in depth. Dig in there. I don't need you to dig into what other people like and what other people need from you because that's fake. You are presenting an image to please them, at which point you're adjusting your freaking image. I know it's an image because you're adjusting it every freaking minute with every person you meet. But when you're authentic, you're authentic across the board. (laughs) You're satisfied. You're in tune with you. And you never confuse what other people say with your reality, with what you believe about you. That is confidence. I give people plenty of space to talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. And it's about them. It ain't about me. Earlier today, I had a person come to me and they're like, oh, they said, you're wearing a pin. And my the pin, the brooch that I was wearing was a spider brooch. And you know, that means something about you, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm dying to hear this. <laughs> what do you think this spider that I just picked up this morning and I put because it matched my skirt, what do you think the spider really means? And this is what's really cool is that in my mind, I said that this person caught on. They started laughing and they're like, just forget it. I know you enough, Tala. We don't need to do it. I said, good idea. Because <laughs> he knows that that statement would not be about me. I know why. I put it this morning, but he doesn't know why. But the statement that's going to come out of his, the decision, the judgment that's going to come out of his mouth is going to be more likely about him. It ain't about me. Interesting, right? That's what I want you to think. I want you from from here on out to practice this authenticity. And again, it doesn't mean that you're perfect. It really means that you're imperfect and that you are aware of it (laughs) and that you stand by it. Beautiful. I really wish that for everyone in the year 2020, and I know we can all get there. We can live authentically. We can really start choosing our partners that way, living our life that way, living with our friends that way, accepting family members and not becoming offended every second and taking things personally because I'm basically insecure. Okay? So we're doing it. 2020 is the year. You guys join me on this one. Send this episode to anyone that needs encouragement in that area. I think this is a good one and it's a common theme for everyone. It's a little secret I found out and I wanted to share it with you guys as I work with people. 
Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love, light, and the humility to achieve self-acceptance and authenticity. This has been an episode of Drive Through.